0: recorded live. Well, it's good to be back here at uh, Radio J-Dub. Uh, we did not post a podcast here last week. Uh, we were actually playing a road game with uh, with Neil Roberts. We did an appearance on uh, his uh, his podcast, Sports with Neal. You can check that out over at sportswithneal.com. Neal's a good guy. He's a regular uh, partner in crime with us here at Dubsism. He's based in the Pacific Northwest, and if you have an interest in sports and in particular sports in, in that area, uh, go over there, check out his site. The podcast we did last week was largely about uh, the National Hockey League and the prospects of uh, the NHL expanding into the Seattle market, uh, various other sundry things we talk about over there. But like I said, he's a good guy. Go check out his site. That's sportswithneil.com. As far as Radio J-Dub is concerned, in the time we were gone, uh, there's been a couple of interesting things that have gone on uh, as we are headed into a Independence Day weekend here in America. Um, something's been going on with uh, with Radio J Dub and with uh, another website that we regularly partner with. That's going to get me into a discussion today about the First Amendment, and and I right away you're already going, Oh God, here comes a political rant. I'm like, no, it's really not. This is about this is about how we've gotten ourselves into a situation from a societal perspective in this country where we are letting language and we are letting political agendas fuck up a lot of things that shouldn't be fucked up by those things and, and Obviously, here I'm talking about sports. If you go to my blog, dubsism at WordPress.com, um, if you go to dubsism, what you're going to discover is that in the about page, I make it a point to tell you that I don't like to talk about politics, and that I only do so when those worlds intersect. Um, you can see plenty of examples of this on Dubsism. The archives are there. You can you can find them. I, I'm not going to you know point you in any particular direction. But another another aspect of this is that I contribute to other websites. One of those is a website called Turtle Boy Sports. Turtle Boy Sports has gone through several incarnations. Uh, it was originally a sports blog started by people who were fans of New England-based sports teams, you know, the Patriots, the Celtics, the Bruins, the Red Sox, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Like I said, it's a website based in Worcester, Massachusetts. And through various and sundry mechanisms, it has really become a website that's less and less about sports, even though the word sports is still in the title, and more and more about local politics in the city of Worcester itself. So you're asking, okay, why the hell do I care about this and what the hell does this have to do with sports? You got to follow me along with a little bit on this. What it has to do with sports is the fact that blogs are about the perfect example of what the first amendment is all about. Blogs give voices to people that normally would not have voices. I mean, anybody can go to... Pick a blog site here. There's Blogger. There's the one I use, Wordpress. There's, you know, blah, 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 without, you know, going crazy about it. Anybody can go out and start one, say whatever they want. That's That's what the First Amendment, and that's what America is all about. Okay? Where we run into an issue... Is when we start talking about people who may disagree with you, and what happens when those people decide that they're going to start screwing with you, for lack of a better term. Um, in order to get into this, I, I got to talk about I got to talk about what rights in America really mean. Okay. Now, the First Amendment, we all know the First Amendment is all about the right to free speech, but the other thing that we've done in this country is that we've enacted this thing called political correctness, which really has killed off the First Amendment. Um, the First Amendment now is, you have the right to say anything as long as I agree with it. And if I'm offended by it, then you're going to pay the price for it. And that's a lot of bullshit. And one of the things that... that has gotten me to continue my involvement with Turtle Boy Sports, even though it's really become less and less about sports, is that the people at Turtle Boy Sports are really taking up that anti-politically correct, anti-extremist, polemic sort of, of, of political stance and it's a nice way of saying it, is that There's a lot of extremism in this country And it's, that's not an indictment Of one side or the other uh, Frankly My opinion is that the whole liberal Versus conservative argument's about 15 years Out of date uh, This country is really now about Extremists on both sides Versus um, What I would like to think is an increasingly growing Common sense middle Again Not to get too deep into the politics here uh, the reason why we have this situation, uh, is what I'm talking about uh, in terms of what, what free speech really means now, is that everybody's got an agenda in this country, and it's it's all about everybody has to have everything their way on their terms, and if they don't get it, then they're somehow a victim, and... Where that gets really dangerous is that it's really hard to have victims without somebody being the oppressor, you know, somebody who's doing something to you that's taking away something from you. And that sort of approach is being used to advance all kind of agendas in this country, and it's also being used to go after people who are saying, well, wait a minute. That's kind of fucked up. Uh, how how can you get away with saying things like that? Um, let me get this back to the world of sports. Um, it's no secret that I've got no respect for the people at ESPN because I think they're I think they're bottom feeders. I think they're parasites, and I think that they they play to the ills of society when they can use it to get ratings. What does that have to do with this? It has everything to do with, if you go back, if you remember who Monet Davis was, is. Monet Davis uh, came to uh, our attention as sports fans last year in the Little League World Series. She was that girl uh, pitching for the team from, I want to say it was Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Uh, but she's the girl that's out there dealing uh, a 70-mile-an-hour fastball in Little League. And she was uh, clearly a force to be reckoned with. And that sense led her into what is still her 15 minutes of fame. I mean, she got, uh, she got some TV time during the uh, NBA All-Star Weekend when they have that celebrity... Uh, basketball game, and uh, comedian Kevin Hart started talking a little smack to her. She facialized him. Uh, she put a dribble drive on him and left him with his dro- jock strap on the floor, and then she stuffed him on a layup attempt, and it was possibly uh, three of the greatest minutes in amateur basketball televised history. Um... But Moni Davis, I saw her on ESPN the other day, and it was all talking about how there's uh, they were doing this bus tour of the South with these with these various and sundry people, and it was it was very much um, an homage to the civil rights movement, and so ESPN decided to put this girl in front of a camera on national television and ask her one of the most racially loaded questions I've ever heard in my life Uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head who the reporter was I've got a suspect in mind because there's always one guy that they trot out for this kind of stuff but I don't want to go on record since I'm not 100% sure of course with my extensive show prep I didn't have it in my goddamn notes here um but he asks he asks Davis, he says, you remember, this is a 14-year-old girl. And he asks her, well, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Charleston shootings, what comes to mind? What the fuck kind of question is that? Okay, first of all, the fact that you are equating those three situations is absolute bullshit the only thing they have in common is that they've been used to advance some sort of narrative about race in this country. Um, Short of that, asking this question to a 14-year-old girl is beyond reprehensible. That. And like I said, I, I can't remember off the top of my head who the reporter was that did it, but everybody at ESPN involved with that should be just fucking ashamed of themselves. That was maybe the lowest of the low. Now, to Moni Davis's credit, either she's a smart kid, or she knew that question was coming, or she's got somebody in her life that has taught her how to deal with the spotlight very well. It it doesn't matter. I don't know the answer. What I can tell you is I was impressed with the way she handled that. I mean, she knew she was getting put on the spot, and she answered a garbage, vague question with a garbage, vague answer. She said basically, well, it says that we probably got a long way to go in this country. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it's a perfect answer to that question because it doesn't say anything. The question didn't really ask anything, and she didn't really give you anything. And you know, you know damn good and well, that had she answered that question wrong, if she had thrown some red meat out there for for the media machine, that that poor girl would spend the rest of the rest of this uh, you know this this period of time, she spend the rest of that getting you know, hate mail from various and sundry wackos on either side of the argument. Um, I mentioned the Monet Davis story because it's very, very germane to something that's happening over at Turtle Boy Sports. And that is, we have people in this country that don't seem to have a problem putting children at the forefront of adult situations. Okay? You shouldn't be asking children about the state of race relations in America. That's just wrong. That's, that's a topic that should be left to adults because adults are usually the ones who are driving these problems and, and therefore driving the solutions. Not to mention... You're a 14 year old kid. We we don't need to be in such a hurry to make everything, you know, into the adult world for these kids. You know, let them enjoy their childhood for the love of God. Now, I mean, it's one thing when you're when you're doing this with a 14 year old. Uh, the people over at Turtle Boy Sports got accused of doing something even more reprehensible. They got accused of saying publicly to one of the people who is attacking them. That they allegedly wrote an article referring to this person's two-year-old autistic daughter as a, quote, white piece of shit, unquote. Well, that never happened. Let Let me give you some background as to what this is about so you can understand what I'm talking about here. All right, Turtle Boy Sports, like I said, started out as a sports site, ended up, in what is now essentially a battle for control of the city government of Worcester, Massachusetts. And it's essentially pitting... uh, If you look at the readership of Turtle Boy Sports, uh, without having done the scientific breakdowns, uh, I would bet you a significant amount of money that the average Turtle Boy reader is a middle-class working person. Uh, I, I'm sure they come from various ethnic backgrounds, various religious backgrounds. Uh, I'm sure there's probably some uh, fluctuations in income level, although I'm going to say this is a middle class group by and large. Um, and I'm sure that there is a, uh, there is a healthy um, breakdown uh, across racial lines in, in that group of readers as well. Uh, The problem with that is that they are now finding themselves under constant attack from what I like to call the extreme arm of the new American left. And by that, I'm talking about your people who are on the left end of the American political spectrum, whether it be socialists, ideologues of various left-wing causes, environmentalists, uh, the people who want to sell you the argument about I- income, uh, uh, the the gross inequity of in- income distribution in this country, you, you know the people that I'm talking about, and you know when you when you picture, and I, I live in an exact opposite place. I live in a place that is dominated by what right wing extremists who, you know they they are all about you know social control and you know is, you know let's get into the anti gay rights thing and and, you know, the backlash for those kind of things. And that's that's the political ilk where I live. Where Wooster is, it's lefties. And if you go to Turtle Boy Sports and you read the kind of articles that are produced there, I'm a contributor there as well. Um, I, I do tend to bring things back to the sports world a little bit, but there are times when I've had to... Um, opine on various um, political issues, the thing that goes on over there is that when you talk about the extremists from the new American left, what I like to call, when you look at what those people believe in and you look at what those people will do to further their cause it becomes very easy to understand why a site like Turtle Boy Sports has become as popular as it is in its area. Okay? Again, I'm telling you, the readership of Turtle Boy Sports is largely middle-class working people. And they are getting tired of being told at every turn that somehow they're a racist. And they're they're tired of being told at every turn that that people in this country who are not part of the American mainstream for various and sundry reasons are outside of that mainstream because of actions taken by themselves, okay? Middle-class America is really tired of taking the blame for everything. And that's what this site is all about. It's middle-class working people who are saying, "I've, I've had enough of being called a problem I'm the one who gets up and goes to work every day and pays his taxes why is everything still my fault okay so understanding that and understanding that this is becoming a battle amongst political forces and when you stop to consider that Turtle Boy Sports is becoming a very popular website it, it's its uh, readership is growing daily and it's becoming a political force. Um, It's become a factor in local politics, and it's gotten to the point where the people who advertise on Turtle Boy Sports are dealing with harassment techniques from uh, these extremists. It's gotten to the point where political candidates are getting called names by those people because they've either advertised on Turtle Boy Sports or they support... uh, Positions espoused by Turtle Boy Sports or vice versa. And now it's even gotten to the point where the people at Turtle Boy Sports and myself are being attacked. Uh, in the last week, uh, I've been threatened with two lawsuits, which um, both are completely laughable. Uh, the ones that, uh, that Turtle Boy got are even, even more funny, and he's, he's posted them and uh, I'll, post, I'll post links to this on, on the blog at, uh, at Dubsism, but um, it's so funny when you stop and consider that people will put things on the Internet. They will post them on Facebook and on Twitter and then will accuse you of violating their right to privacy when you post those things on a blog and say, hey, this guy just accused me of something completely false here's the screen cap of what he's denying he said, and then they send you a letter saying, oh, by the way, now we're going to sue you because you violated our privacy. Well, fuck you. No, we didn't. Um, you did that to yourself. So when you get down to it, the people the people that are attacking Turtle Boy Sports right now, and, and, and there's one, and I'll, I'll put a link to this as well, there's a guy, and I'm not going to give you any names. Um, you'll you'll see it. There's a guy that accused Turtle Boy Sports, like I said, of the calling his, his two-year-old daughter a white piece of shit. Turtle Boy Sports responded to him by saying, you show us where we said that, and we will pull the whole site down. Can't do it, because it never happened. Okay. So then it gets even better, where this guy writes a long, rambling... Um, diatribe where he accuses Turtle Boy Sports of destroying the evidence well you want the destruction of that blog that blog creates huge political problems for you and it's probably going to cost you and your supporters um, votes come November because the, the word is out about you now if you had that evidence that would have destroyed that site you would have produced it, but you haven't because you don't. To a lesser degree, that's the same thing you did to me, too. And, you know, when when you left the message, and, and okay, I'm, I'm being guilty of speaking to a specific person here because I know that when I post a link to this podcast on Turtle Boy Sports, it's going to get heard. And for the people who sent me the, the two smoke job threats for a lawsuit I know who you are when you contacted me in the way that you chose to it shows me your IP address I know exactly who you are and I know exactly what you're talking about when you're going to try and threaten to sue me here's your problem what I said is true you know it's true and you know that everything that Turtle Boy said is true Okay, that's why Turtle Boy, when he posts things about you people, he provides screenshots from the actual, actual site. There's your problem. We support our claims with proof, and you do not. You cannot because you make things up. Nobody on the Turtle Boy Sports side of the fence ever called a kid a piece of shit. Okay? You did that. And you're the one who posted the picture of your kid saying that. And then you tried to blame us for it. Sorry. It's not going to fly. Um, this matters... This matters... To bring this back to the world of sports, this stuff is leaking over into the sports world. It's one thing when you have this conversation that's gotten into politics. We all know American politics has a long history of being just sewage. Um, There's no real secret about that. But this is the exact same kind of shit that the people like Stephen A. Smith... And the people that allow him to exist, the SPN get away with all the time. And the most the most blatant recent example of that, besides the thing I just mentioned about with Monet Davis, was the whole LaShawn McCoy gets uh gets upset because he gets traded from uh the Philadelphia Eagles to the Buffalo Bills and then turns around and says, Oh, well, I only got traded because Chip Kelly's a racist and then and Okay, LaShawn, well, you get to say whatever you want, stupid or not, that's fine. But a guy like Stephen A. Smith to take that that banner and run with it when it was so obviously false Well, that's just not responsible. Um, and that's that's what we really gotta we gotta deal with in this country. And we gotta stop this shit that says Okay, if it advances my cause, it's okay to do. And and no, it's not okay to falsely accuse people. It's not okay to tell people things that are not only not true, but completely made up. And it's not cool to do this and think that you have some sort of moral high ground for doing it. The exact opposite is the truth. You don't have the moral high ground, you're lying. And worse yet, worse yet, you're attacking the people who are calling you out for your having lied in the first place. That shit's got to stop. I don't care which side of the political spectrum you're on. I don't care which is your favorite sports team. I don't care which toothpaste you like. break this country down into any little group of buckets you want, the one thing we got to stop doing in this country is attacking each other over shit that isn't true. Now you can go check this stuff out for yourself. And you're going to sit here and you're going to ask me why the hell do I care about some blog in some town 100,000 million miles away from where I live? Because what's going on in Worcester and what's going on with Turtle Boy Sports is a microcosm for what's happening in this country. This country is being taken over by extremists of all types. And they're using all sorts of various and nefarious tactics to get away with it. And it's that common-sense, middle-class American group that I know is out there that has to stop it. Normally, like I said, I don't pay much attention to politics, but this stuff is spilling over into the world of sports that I use to get away from this stuff, and that's where I say, enough. I don't know when the rest of middle-class America gets to their enough point. I hope it happens before it's too late. I'm not the guy that likes to hit fire alarms and say that the too-late time is coming. But when we have people who think it's okay to stick a microphone in the face of a 14-year-old girl and ask her a politically charged question on race in America, or when you have a guy who's willing to throw his two-year-old child to the internet wolves to prove a point, says to me we're pretty close to that time. That's that's really all I've got for this episode of Radio J Dub. Uh, as usual, you can check out uh, dubsism.wordpress.com. That's the blog. Follow us on Twitter, at Dubsism. can follow us on Facebook, D-U-B-S-I-S-M, Dubsism. Google it. We're a first-page Google response uh, for for a search. Um, Instagram, Pinterest, you name it, we're out there. Uh, The blog I kept talking about in today's podcast, uh, Turtle Boy Sports, one word, turtleboysports.com. Again, you can find that as well. And with that, go enjoy your Independence Day weekend. Enjoy your right as an American to get drunk and fall out of a boat or blow the shit out of yourself with some illegal Chinese fireworks. But go out, enjoy your Independence Day weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Eleven score and seven years ago. Our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all that we have left. We want to talk right down to Earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Let me be your hog. Let me be your hog now. Okay, baby, 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 with Lucky Lands slut, you can get lucky just about anywhere.